Hello everyone and welcome to episode 6 of Soul Brew. Stephen here and this episode is called Hashtag Social Media where Aidan and I will be discussing our own opinions of social media, some of the science behind it um, and what we think or how we think it makes us feel. Um, so we do talk a little bit about the science but just to sort of back that up here now before we go into it, there is a lot of content coming out now about social media and how it's connected to, to mental health both positively and negatively and um, that depression and anxiety are both linked to social media in adolescents and adults and it's quite a, a new topic but there is definitely uh, some links there so uh, and I actually just happened to listen to a Brezzy podcast just after we recorded this and he was talking about how phones are actually addictive and they have the same neurological responses as drugs do. So they actually have that addictive effect on people um, and you feel a dopamine response when you use your phone. So you get that little bit of a buzz when you get a message through or a notification or a like. Um, and you know, I think it's really important that we're conscious of that. So it and I discussed this um, so we hope you'd enjoy. Good morning, everybody. It's uh, Fraser here. <laughs> Fraser from... See, yeah, good morning, Seattle, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Tell me your problems. Good morning, Viet- good oh. morning Vietnam. I'm listening. Mm. I'd say, good morning, everyone. Um, I'd say we sound very sleepy because it's... Uh, it's just gone half six here um, on a Wednesday morning. Normally we're recording on a Monday afternoon, but between the jigs and the reels, here we are. Uh, I quickly scooted down to the cafe because I live way too close to it and made myself a cup, cup of coffee there. Um, I'm drinking from Onyx Coffee Roasters and it's a Canadian roasting company, I think, or no, it's an American roasting company, sorry. But you can get their stuff um, you can get your, your stuff at Rover Coffee Lab in Sligo, which is where I got mine as a present, if you want to check them out. Stephen, are you drinking tea or coffee? I'm drinking a cup of coffee today, um, and I'm using your stuff that you gave me. You're worthy. Last time I seen you, a bit of Berlin, no, the Berlin stuff. It's very tasty. It's very early, though, but it's all good. Very early. I'm going to be wired now all day. Um... We had some great feedback on the previous episode with Maura Dolan. So if you haven't listened to that yet, we're chatting to a business psychologist uh, that I know from Dublin, very insightful about making decisions. And one of the, the one of the keyword or sentences that stood out with me from that was life is messy. It just made me relax a lot. Cause I felt more relaxed since listening to it last week. Yeah. And just even the fact that, that, you know, you make the best decision that you can, but like it's still going to be a little bit messy, you know? Uh, so I enjoyed that. Um, and then this week we have no guests. We're just going to chat ourselves for the next 25 minutes or so. Um, and Very specific there, in. Yeah, I just looked at my <laughs> looked at my phone here and it's 25 to 7 and I need to be off this at 7. But I feel like I'm talking a lot, so I'm going to let Stephen talk for a little while and I'm going to drink some coffee. Oh, I was enjoying drinking my coffee there, but and listening to you, of course. 
today's episode, we're going to delve in, into the topic of social media. And we realize that you've probably seen this, this um, podcast on social media. So it definitely has its benefits. Uh, I also think it has a lot of negatives. But we're just going to sort of chat about it, uh, our own feelings about it. Um, and I have a few sort of articles and publications on the use of social media and how it could potentially be hazardous to health. But I suppose we may say our own experience first. Aidan, tell me this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like social media? Short answer, no. Long answer, yes. <laughs> Um, and that's we, it. Thanks for listening, folks. Um, <laughs> see you next week. Go on. Uh, when, we were, when, we were make, when we were deciding to come up with a topic, and I was like sifting through all the stuff that was kind of being relevant to me at the moment, um, we, have this, we have this surf group chat up in Donegal that we can update each other with surf updates and stuff. And I, I don't know how many is in the group. There's quite a few of us in the group now. There's like maybe 15 or so of us. Mm. Uh, and two people had left the group there and um, they'd left the group because one person had kind of stopped surfing and the other person had moved away. And I know myself that I would be guilty of staying in the group for like maybe, I don't know, fear of missing out or looking like uh, being scared of what you would look like, you know, if you leave the group or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was great that they just put in a quick explanation, very polite the group's no more relevant to them anymore and they just left and I just felt yeah like like just sort of even tidying up your social media or you know how many groups you're in a in a obviously a group chat with or what apps you're in and I just thought it was a very healthy thing for them people to do uh-huh. and that's what kind of like spurred me on to to use social media as a talking point have you ever done that left social media and left groups before? I haven't. And it's, uh, and I'm going to like, I think after this phone call today, I'm going to start going through my WhatsApp and seeing like which group I don't need to be part of anymore and, and just leave it. And I don't want to be picking up my phone all the time to, to group messages that I don't really need to see or, you know. Um, but to answer your question, from the addictive side of social media, I don't really like it. I don't like that, you know, when I leave my phone down for a couple of hours, even if I do, that I need to pick it up and check what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, social media has nearly always been a positive. And like my business ran off social media when I had the gym and it was a great way for me to get my voice out there and a good platform to to send out the message. And a lot of stuff I would have been put up at the time would have been relatively positive stuff that was happening people through fitness and through the gym and through my coaching and uh-huh. then when I got when I got sick I used social media as well as a platform to to raise awareness um around it and like like I know that like one guy caught testicular cancer earlier early because he had read a post on my page um wow. so like and then his his sister messaged me and he's and she says you probably saved this guy's life or at least a lot of chemo 
because of your social media posts. So when it comes to things like that there, I'm absolutely all for it. Mm-hmm. But when I'm spending hours on it, maybe on a day off and like I'm not feeling good when I'm flicking through it or you know, mm-hmm. nothing disciplined enough to come off it, that's when but that's 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 my phone in general. I don't know if I could just say that's social media, you know. Yeah, but probably the majority of the time you spend on your phone is social media. That's true, yeah. yeah what what, what annoys me most on social media um, is probably cowboys. Cowboys, <laughs> Ted. Cowboys. Cowboys and Indians. And I, I find that seriously frustrating in the fitness world when I was in it. And I couldn't, I just couldn't seem to detach myself from it enough. And it was people that were that probably looked fantastic, didn't have a ball's notion of what they were doing. And, you know, they were, they were like selling programs to people that were probably like copied and pasted off Google or, you know, they weren't thought out, they weren't like authentic or they weren't like well-programmed. And they were using their social media as a platform to do it. And that used to drive me up the wall. So would that have driven you up the wall because it's affecting your business or because you feel other people might fall into a trap? It was, yeah, because like it, it wasn't affecting my business because a lot of them weren't anywhere near where I was. It was more the fact of like the lies that they were putting into the world and the misconceptions that people thought they were going to look like if they did this program and all this here like marketing stuff and it was like um, misleading and that used and you know i used to have i remember like um i remember this young girl coming to me she was like i think she's about 17 or 18 at the time and she's like i want a small waist and i want a big bum and this girl was very tall and slim and i was like i like i can't give this to you like the I just know by your genetics that this is not going to happen. And I had to bring her mum in and I had to explain to her. And I was like, you could pay me thousands in personal training. And I'm not going to be able to like, like the, well, it would take a very long time. And, and she was showing me the social media that she was following to look like this. And that person was saying, you know, like buy this program and you know, this sort of what you can expect and it, it just just made me very angry yeah it's a bit scary that isn't it mm-hmm. and that was just one example of maybe someone who actually approached me and, and truthfully showed me mm-hmm. where they were being influenced from um, and I think if you have if you have a large social media following like that you have a responsibility to tell the truth about how you look and and why you look like that and selling someone something on false premises i actually seen an article this week oh, i can't remember which country it was i think it was one of the nordic countries have um it's illegal to post photos on social media that are photoshopped without stating that it has been photoshopped that's fantastic you know that's so they're because it is such a great area and I know there's a lot more being done on it recently, but I mean, social media is so new, mm-hmm. like all the sites we use, uh, 
I only use the ones that are the old school ones, really, like Facebook and Instagram. Probably the only ones I really use. And they're, the, they're how, old, how you old. Don't. Sorry. You know, like, how do you govern um, Photoshop? Like, is going into your phone's editing uh, side of things, like, is that considered Photoshop or is it yeah. just Photoshop uh, software? <coughs> I'll try to get up the article. Uh, because I think that's what it was. It, it pretty much, yes, Norway. The country's Norway. So it's now illegal in Norway to edit photos without labeling them. Okay. So that's edit at all. Edit at all. Yeah, which is class. Like, but as I, saying, as I was saying, because it's so new, there's no real policies or anything in place mm-hmm. for this because... I mean, it's very hard to manage, I'd imagine, as well. Like, as mm-hmm. I was saying, they're the ones I use. yeah. And they're new, but they're still only, it's still only in the 2000s, I think, they started, like, so. Oh, yeah. Hard to place it. Internet police. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, if a country's doing that, then they clearly recognize the damaging effects that Photoshop can have for people. Yes. You know, and the misleading information. But, like, that's all very doom and gloom, and, like, I'm diplomatic in the sense that like there's a lot of good on social media. You just can have to sift through and find it, or you have to be very selective of who you follow and who you listen to, and um, and and probably that's probably why I was so um, uh, that's why I admired them people that left that group. Like to me, what they were doing was kind of house cleaning, tidying up their social media, being careful which groups they were in, I don't know, like, are they careful who they follow or whatever, but I think it's a good place to start. At least it's it's inspired me now to start kind of, I'll go through my WhatsApp, I'll see who, whose group chats I, I don't need to be in anymore and, you know, things like that there. So, have you ever done a Facebook declutter before? No, but see, I don't really use Facebook at all. Mm. Like, I'm going click on Facebook once a week. Instagram is a killer for me. Have you ever done an Instagram declutter then? So? No, I haven't done a declutter. Mm. So basically, if you're listening now, check out at the end of the week and if Aiden's still following you, you made the cut. But the only the, the, thing, the thing is with the way it is on Instagram now, like with um, the algorithms and stuff, the only stuff that really pops up on my Instagram now is from people who I would regularly check in with anyway. So even mm. though that I follow, I don't know, I think I follow like maybe 1,700 people, like I don't see 1,700 people's posts. I only really see about 15 or 20 people's posts. Mm-hmm. People that I actually kind of want to follow anyway. So yeah. I don't even know if you need to declutter the way you did before because of the way the algorithms show up what you want to see. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yes. I very rarely see something in Instagram that I don't want to see unless I purposely go searching for it now. I get what you mean. And that's all good and well for maybe yourself if you're seeing positive things but i suppose i know for i read a book i think it's called the people versus tech and it was all about how the social media affects us and how the algorithms work and stuff so it was massive in terms of the even for elections and stuff like brexit and Mm -hmm. trump being elected so like everyone's facebook or instagram or whatever Mm -hmm. is tailored towards uh, their needs. So 
it's mad what they can do. Like, uh, like so say for example, if you're, um, you didn't show that you're any sort of politically way inclined within your social media, but it showed you're a big fan. So for you, for example, you're a big fan of coffee and the gym. Suddenly, they could tailor ads t- so you could get a Trump ad that would be like talking about coffee. Okay. No, you could have an ad that you're just like, oh, this coffee is great. Look at these guys drinking coffee. Vote Trump. Okay. Wow. So it's, I know what you're saying, <clears throat> that you're managing who you follow and stuff, but, and if, you, if you're aware of it, that's good. And I suppose I, I would want to ask people to just maybe think about what they're seeing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, have you ever talked to someone about something really random? And then the next time you go on social media, you have an ad. <laughs> <So> freaky. <laughs> <laughs> That's not just an accent. Like that yeah, is totally. what they're doing with our data. And I don't know if anyone Are follows they listening to us? Sorry? Are they listening to us? Yeah, <laughs> they if, are if listening. If we go on um, our Instagram now, are we going to get like advertisements for microphones for podcasts and <laughs> probably yeah i mean maybe maybe we should all try and do that something get a random topic have a chat with someone about it and just test it even for yourself like yeah, something that you don't, pop up, yeah yeah and that happens like all alibaba. the time sorry alibaba <laughs> yeah alibaba eminem isn't that the other one that's always is it eminem is it or whoosh aye all them ones yeah <laughs> God, some strange stuff pops up in my watch. <laughs> I don't think I even want to know what pops up in my watch we chatting about. We should definitely do some screen grabs of what pops up. <laughs> but it's, yeah, that these companies can tailor. And because we, when you sign up social media, you just click yes. And, you know, you, I mean, how many people really read the terms and conditions? It's not that you click. You don't have much choice if you want to use the site. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and then you click no then you're not going to get all those of the services and that's to be that's fair right or at least it's not fair but like if you're using an app for free well it's not for free but your information is an in exchange for using the app yes you know so our, our data is what your we're data, with. Yeah. so you have to give up some but anyway um the question back Stephen. Mm. How do you feel about social media? You like social media? I do and I don't as well. And I do for a number of reasons. For example, I love the fact that I have friends dotted all around the world. Do you? <laughs> Sorry, that I have friends. <laughs> Just end a sentence. Internet friends don't count, Stephen. <laughs> yes, they do. It's a modern world, Aiden. Come on. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people listening have friends or family in Australia, Canada, America, the continent, um, or wherever. <laughs> and it's great to be able to, you know, engage with them, see what they're at, uh, have a chat with them, like instantaneously, which is class. And uh, it's also been good for some. I'm currently doing research and for getting my research out there. Um, it definitely helped getting participants to, to take part in my research by posting on social media. 
Um, not an advertisement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's done now. So. <laughs> but even <clears throat> the podcast, nobody would list, be listening to this podcast only for social media. Social media. And so what I did for myself last summer, I really reduced my time in social media. And then I had to promote my survey. And it sort of took up a bit more. To, but I, I would go on to, right, I must pop on here now and put up a post. And suddenly my indiscipline kicks in. And half an hour later, I'm still scrolling and haven't even started the post. And yeah. that's on me. But it is addictive. That's the thing it does. It draws as in. So I know it's it's me doing it. It's my responsibility. But it just has that wee addictive feeling and it's like mm-hmm. get your endorphins going and you see your you know what I mean and <clears throat> it's still up to me to stop that but yeah. I can fall into the trap quite easy and then I got rid of it again deleted all the apps on my phone and then I did uh, the charity fun- I did charity fundraising in the month of May and I decided to post every day so I got people to join me in the water every day for the month of May and to raise funds for Irish Cancer Society. And without social media, I wouldn't have raised what I did. And I'm really grateful for all the people that funded through it and, you know, that joined me in the water and it was great crack. But then I I loved doing the fundraising, but the part I hated was by the end of the month, I was so fed up of posting Mm -hmm. online. And like, I, I just don't like it I just don't I, I just end up spending time on it and you know it sounds probably sounds like a moaning here but that's for me I felt like I was falling into the trap every time and it's really hard to get out of that trap I don't know if, how you feel about that when you, if you ever log in or other people feel but do you ever fall into the trap when you go on well I, yeah I, I guess yours is different how did you feel about like you kind of committed to something then did you feel under pressure that you had to keep going on and being consistent and yeah 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 i really did and i kind of felt like like did you like so you were going swimming every day with people so did at any point you start for worrying more about getting the right photo for the post and you did enjoying what you were meant to be doing or um i didn't really care about the right photo just a photo but I mean but you started becoming anxious of getting your photo yes but I I'd, so I had been dipping every day for a couple of months before that and I felt by the end of the month I wasn't enjoying the dip anymore because it felt like it was a, a job nearly to get a photo and mm-hmm. get posted and I didn't like that aspect of it so the reason why I started doing the dips in, in like end of January, February was for the feeling of going into the water and, you know, being out in the, in the elements. And I feel like that was, I was starting to lose that because I was taking a photo and, and then it got me thinking, I was like, and you know, fair play, a lot of people have built good businesses on social media or, you know, post to their followers and stuff. And then I was like, God, people must feel under pressure to get, the right photo and to get a post and I know with algorithms and stuff that really people that really run their business or ideas online they have to post a certain amount and Mm -hmm. you know attract followers and attention to the post and 
I mean, this podcast, for example, we could probably get more listeners, but the two of us are kind of useless on social media and don't yeah, really want to do it. And, and you get handy, like, like um, the woman like who runs the cafe, like she's a huge social media following, you know? But mm. I've never seen someone who can get a photo so quick and not let it interrupt, really, okay. what she's doing. And I'm like, how does she even get that done so quick? Mm. And she has it up and her phone's back down out of her hand again. Mm. You know, so whereas like I'm, I fluster, like when I go to post something, like I could take, I could actually take days because I'm that stickly about it, about the post, about what I'm writing. And that's why I don't post that much. And most of my posts like on social media will probably have a bit of a, a story behind them. It won't be like, um, it won't be like a little smart alley caption or anything like that there. Mm-hmm. And that's what takes me so long, and it eats up so much of my time. And I'm not so I'm not quite I'm not very efficient with it. So I think you know, like like people that have bigger businesses built online, and that um, they're very good at, at at what they do. They're very good at social media. They're very quick thinking and get mm-hmm. the photo, get the angle, get the quick caption or whatever it is, and they're off it again. And I think that's maybe one area where I would fall down is. I'm not good at taking photos and I'm not good at coming up with short things to say with it. Like I need to think and ponder over it. And why do you need to do that? Because I don't like putting out something that's willingly or um, doesn't have something behind it of some sort of substance, you know, mm-hmm. or some, you know, or, or maybe just again, what's relevant to what's going on with me, um, and that's why I don't like doing it. And yeah, and again, that was one of the things in the fitness industry that that drove me mad. Like, and it might be a good body, and it might be some sort of shitty caption underneath that has absolutely no relevance to what's in the photo. And like, I'm like, no, I don't get it. You know, I, I just don't get it. Why, why are you posting that? what's your reason for doing it? Like, you know, what good of that is that to people that are following you or, you know? Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, then people are seeing a gap in the market and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, going at it and probably making money off it or making life off it. Well, for them, if they could just do it in a way that doesn't damage other people, that would be great. It would be great. And I don't think that's necessarily just social media. I think that's probably a a sort of... um, Marketing thing in general. Yeah. And, I mean, look, it definitely has a benefit. And, you know, it's... It doesn't exist if it didn't, really. Well, but yeah. Um, It's... I suppose what I would so like uh, some of the research that had a quick look. Um, so some of the research tends to pop. I'm doing a study of diet and lifestyle behaviors of students, and sometimes a lot of the stuff that comes up is eat disorders and social media and depression and anxiety. A lot of that sort of stuff is popping up when I'm doing searches. So I come across some articles, and it is social media is linked with higher levels of depression and you know higher levels of anxiety and 
and the you know self-esteem and body issues all them stuff are linked so it's good to see the likes of Norway there putting them regulations in place and hopefully that our own country Ireland and other countries will follow suit and so I suppose what I'm saying is maybe for people that are listening to over the next week or so maybe just have a little think about what you're seeing and is it safe what you're seeing is the amount of time you're spending is it harmful to you i mean sometimes i come off social media and i'm like jesus i just wasted half an hour mm-hmm. but then other times i could spend half an hour and I'm, i'll be happy with it i'll be like you know sometimes say there in a sunday morning if i'm chilling with a coffee i'll be like right i'm just going to take my phone out here i'm going to turn off my brain essentially for half an hour and just sort of see what people are at and it's fine so i think it's good to allow ourselves it but i mean it's always a bit I would encourage people to just be wary of what they're seeing and is it good? Is it bad? Is this benefiting me? Is it harmful to me? Um, and that's probably the the thing that I would say to people most of you. What, what about you, Aidan? Have you any- I'm just <laughs> I'm on my phone here as you're speaking. You can probably see it. I just did a quick Google of, you know, ways to make your social media a happier place or how to clean it up. And this is just a random blog. Awesome, um, it's very factual. <laughs> a lot of research into this. It was follow accounts that inspire you. And that can be, that can actually be quite, not dangerous, but like what you think inspires you and actually inspires you is two very different things. So again, I'm going to use fitness as, um, I'm going to use fitness as my base here because that's what a lot of my social media was built on. And I would have followed guys who I thought inspired me, but they really didn't. Uh, and they were actually, okay. they had good physiques and, you know, they were good trainers and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, I want to be like that guy. But over time, I found myself probably feeling more inadequate as a trainer or inadequate in my physique. So mm-hmm. that was the first, that's the first. So follow accounts that inspire you. So that could be quite like, you might need to double think just what does inspire you or something, you know, if it's just a little bit, Sorry, I've lost you there, Stephen. I feel like I'm the only one talking here now. Can't hear you, my friend. <laughs> We've lost Stephen. We've lost Stephen. I'm going to keep going, right? I'm going to wrap this up. We've lost Stephen. The second thing on this post was, remember, it's the internet. Um, the third one was treat your online space the same as your own. So, you know, are you letting anybody into your house that you don't like? I don't think you do. Well, Stephen kind of lets me into his house. <laughs> Be the positivity. Um, not always easy, and I struggle with that. Sometimes I really wanted to, like, tear some of these uh, fitness people apart, but I didn't because, you know, you're only spreading negativity. And then the last point was delete, delete, delete. Don't feel bad about deleting people, your friend that you haven't seen since high school or things like that there. So that's again, maybe more just cleaning up and leaving groups that you need to leave and unfollowing people that you need to unfollow. Um, Stephen still can't get through to me here and it's gone 7.02 a.m. here. So I'm gonna wrap it up. We'll probably come on and do an intro and outro anyway. Do you want to nod your head, Stephen, if you agree? 
nodding his head. <laughs> I can see him moving. I can see his lips moving, but I can't hear him at all. Um, get back to us, folks, on, you know, like, what, what do you do to clean up your social media? Um, you know, have you unfollowed or have you deleted your apps? Do you set timers on your apps? How do you manage your social media? And what's positives and negatives for you also? Um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope it wasn't too bashful. Um, do you want to speak there, Stephen? Yeah. Can yes. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Woo! Yeah. God, it's like a dead time on radio. Like I was like, oh my God, I have to start rambling here now. You're a bit of sweat in there, right? <laughs> Coffee's kicked in. Um, but I think we have wrapped up there in and out, and I, and I do need to go. Um, do you have anything to wrap up with there, Stephen? I think you pretty much nailed it there and just maybe that sounded a wee bit of a money podcast because I don't want it to sound like that because I do really think it's beneficial in social media. Yeah, so do I, yeah. During the last year and a half with lockdown, I mean, social media has probably been more beneficial than ever. We're stuck in our houses. So I suppose I know I fall into the trap and I just, as I said, I'll ask the viewers that just be wary if you fall into the trap too and how you can stop yourself. Yeah, you want to talk yourself. I definitely want. So I think feedback on this one will be great. If people yeah. give back, you know how, how they manage their social medias and how they how it's benefited them. Yeah. And ironically, Aiden, where would they find us to give us feedback? They would find us on social media, Stephen. They'll find us <laughs> Soul Brew Podcast on Instagram, Gmail, and Facebook. Absolutely. Hope you enjoyed listening, folks. Stephen, it's been great to see you this morning. And peace and love, everybody. Peace and love. And that's the end of episode five. So thank you all for listening. And since we recorded this, um, we've both actually set ourselves a little challenge. So as of this coming Monday, which is July 12th, maybe? we are going to go a week without social media and see how we get on so we are going to keep whatsapp because our work stuff comes through it and um, but we're going to do it for ourselves and see how we get on so basically as we were saying throughout the episode that phones and social media are quite addictive uh, and it has been shown in recent data that if you take someone's phone away or remove them from social media and stuff they actually show withdrawal symptoms from that so we're gonna try find more nourishing ways of spending our time and a little challenge for ourselves so thank you for listening and we will be posting next week's episode but we probably won't post on social media so uh, it'll still be up there whatever it is and also i have been found i got lost in the internet there for a while and poor aiden looked like a little boy lost in a shopping center there when I had left the conversation but I got found the internet swallowed me up for a while got lost in the web and got back and I am glad you listened and hope you enjoyed peace and love